Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And it's another week. A new head coach, a new starting quarterback. Same result for the Carolina Panthers as they lose 24-10 to the Los Angeles Rams. Wah, wah. I mean, this... I've seen some bad offenses over the last couple of years in Carolina. I think this might be the worst. I think this, this might so- be the worst game plan I have seen from a Panthers squad since Matt Rule was hired. I mean, I get P.J. Walker starting. He's a third-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. I understand. I love the first series. I really did because I thought, hey, they're letting him get used to it. But mm-hmm. once the Rams, like, stopped those little drop-off passes, you know— they didn't do anything else. That was it. That was their game plan. Oh, we're just going to dip it, like, drop off screen after screen after screen. It it was, so, I understand being scared of letting P.J. Walker, like, sling it. But at sure. a point when they completely figured you out, it's time to let him try to do something else. Well, they didn't even let him do that. It's like, I and I agree with you, the first series was great. Um, they didn't get in the end zone, unfortunately, but they moved the ball down the field. You know, they got P.J. comfortable, like you said. But then they didn't change anything throughout the entire game, regardless of the score. Right? They're down Mm -hmm. 17-10. At that point, you're thinking, okay, this offense, they have to try something different now. Nope. Same thing. Run the ball. Little screen passes. That's it. That's it. That was the whole offense. Run the ball. Little screen passes. Until the very end of the game, garbage time. You know, yeah. but even even the big play to McCaffrey was a screen pass. Yeah, you know, he just took it down the field because he's Christian McCaffrey and he's really good. That's but that's it. That was the whole offense was Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's, Christian, McC- Christian McCaffrey touches. screens, Christian McCaffrey oh. screens, and some screens were to Christian McCaffrey. It was just, it was come on, man. I mean, DJ Moore deserves <laughs> better than this. I mean, the, uh, sneak peek, three receptions, seven yards. I mean, yeah, what what, what can he do? Right, what are you supposed to do? I mean, he can only go down the field and be airballed so many times. I mean, I remember two or three of those airballs just sailing out of bounds. Like, just, it, just, 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 they didn't even attempt. No. I mean, I don't think PJ, I, I haven't seen, you know, I don't know if the, the stats are out in terms of like how many attempts he had downfield. I don't think there were any that went past. 10 yards were there any that he yeah threw there was in the air past 10 yards yeah there was but they were usually to a cheerleader i mean they were so far out of bounds yeah. i mean they were so scared of pj walker messing this up that they they didn't give themselves a chance to win i mean look we've seen pj walker in games before yeah and it wasn't he's not like good it, it, no he, he's not good but he has a decent arm he can run the ball a little bit they didn't try any of that they didn't have him any sort of like scramble plays for him, nothing. This was just really boring and ineffective. And I tweeted out, I it was loser football. This they played this game to lose. They were yeah. hoping that the Rams would make enough mistakes to beat themselves while and the Panthers were trying not to beat themselves when in fact they beat themselves and they got their asses kicked by the Rams. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly what happened. They tried not to lose, and in doing so, they lost. Because they didn't give P.J. Walker any chance to show off any abilities. I mean, 
the, I love the beginning of the, the first drive was so inspiring. Like they had an RPO where Deontay Foreman was in the backfield and Christian McCaffrey was a wide out and they, you know, mm-hmm. it could go either Deontay Foreman run or they could do a screen to Christian McCaffrey. I love that. And then it just, then after that, it just kind of like, well, we, we spilled all of our plays on first, the first series. And after that, we're just going to do nothing but the same thing. And it was just like yeah. no and then, inspiration. And it was cool. Like in the first half, they were mixing in Foreman and Hubbard and, you know, and McCaffrey, all three of them, they were mixing them around. I mean, Foreman and Hubbard had seven uh, carries by themselves. McCaffrey only which ended I- up with 13 carries, which was great. Well, we, we were talking about, it. we liked that. It was nice to see, but then the second half, they sort of went away from it. Yeah. Like they just, it was just McCaffrey and then little screen passes and that's it. I mean, the first few drives, they were averaging nine yards per carry. And then they, and instead of trying, what they should have done, in my opinion, obviously I'm not the coach out there, they should have done some play action deep pass attempts at that point because you know they're going to start gearing up to stop the run. But instead, they just continued to do what they were doing. And the Rams did. The Rams geared up to stop the run. Rightfully so. And they stopped the run, and we couldn't do anything else. And instead of adapting, which has been this Achilles heel for this team for since 2020. They didn't adapt. They couldn't adapt. They couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out what to do. They didn't even try anything else. Mm-mm. But I, I, like you, I was thinking, okay, they're running the ball. They're running the ball. At some point, they're going to take advantage of this. They're going to do you know, a play action, and they're going to get one downfield to DJ or Terrace Marshall, who apparently is now the wide receiver two on this team, uh, yeah. <laughs> which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, or anybody, even even McCaffrey, Shai Smith, whoever. But, you know, nothing. I mean, Shai Smith, no catches. Marshall, no catches. Anderson, obviously, no catches. Uh, <laughs> it was just... It was honestly depressing to watch. It was really sad. This is what the I, team is, and this is what the team is from now on, I think. This is what we can expect... From yeah. now on. Uh, let's go quickly into our three key plays. Um, real quickly, it was the pick six. I'm not even going to pick up the play. Pick six by, you know, Dante Jackson. He, he read it. He got it. He mm-hmm. get, got the end zone. By the way, the Panthers have scored 10 touchdowns in six games. 30% of those three <laughs> are on defense. So, That's woohoo. That is so sad. I mean, good so, on the defense. Like, and that was a really nice play by uh, Dante Jackson. I mean, it was deflected it was. pass. Yeah, it came right to him. But you know, I, I would say the majority of DBs are not catching that just because I, heck, uh, of the surprise of it being there. Yeah, you know? Shaq Thompson dropped an interception. I mean, because mm-hmm. it yeah. hit him in the hand on the next like, on the next drive. Yeah. Next so drive. imagine if so, he catches I mean, that one. This maybe this outcomes. Well, maybe we have thirteen points instead of ten. But I mean. <laughs> It, oh, it's sad. Uh, you know, I think that's the only key play, Jerry. <laughs> I, that's a realistically the only Panther key play. I do think that the shouting match on the sideline that they mm-hmm. kept going to by Robbie Anderson is another key play because I think Robbie Anderson's done here. I don't mm-hmm. think he plays another snap for the Carolina Panthers. He I may, would be shocked. Yeah. I, we knew he was Matt Rule's buddy. He always had Matt Rule's back. And it just shows that he's Matt Rule's guy, and mm-hmm. 
nothing that's core. Even though the offensive scheme sucked, in our opinion, there's nothing that he's gonna do that he's gonna come back. He, he's he's done here. He's okay. gonna get traded away to Green Bay or somewhere, probably for hopefully a fourth or fifth round pick. The worst part is we lost trade compensation by his outburst today. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> that's that was the most exciting thing that happened on the offense all day long was that Robbie Anderson, you know, throwing a temper tantrum on the sideline and then tanking his trade value in the process. Yeah. Even now, if we wanted to trade him, I mean, what you can get a fifth or, or you know a sixth or seventh round pick for him probably. I mean, and he's on a decent contract. Like it's he should be pretty easy to trade. But now teams are going to be like, well, they have to trade him. Yeah, we're not going to offer absolutely. anything for him. We're going to lowball the cr- the crap out of him. So, um. Nice uh, game by Allen Robinson today. He sort of came out of his shell a little bit with the Rams. Uh, had a, a really nice touchdown. We'll call that a key play for the Rams. You know, that Allen Robinson touchdown where he had to go up and get it. It was a nice pass by Stafford and a really nice catch by Robinson. Um, I mean, I think that's, honestly, in terms of key plays, I think we can just end it there. Like, there's... Yeah. You, the know, re- you could the call rest it the 49-yard uh, run, run after the catch by McCaffrey. was really but nice that- to see, but... It was really Again, nice, it didn't but didn't lead to anything. No. Except an interception by Jacob Eason. <clears throat> by the way, Jacob Eason played in this game. PJ Walker went out in the fourth quarter uh, for a concussion protocol. They said he did pass the protocol. They kept him out with a neck injury, essentially, and Jacob Eason came in, played a series. Uh, got the ball into the red zone for the first time all game long. Again, mainly on that McCaffrey run. Reception, excuse me. Uh but through uh, an interception to the end zone. Two guys had a chance at it. The second guy actually caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's really not much to say uh, other than that. I mean, th- this game was pretty pedestrian. You know, the Rams took what the Panthers gave them, scored 24 points, nothing outstanding about what the Rams did today on offense. I didn't think it was particularly impressive. No. Our defense played well again, but, you know, in the second half, they've been out there on the field. They got tired and, I, you know, game over. I would have loved to have seen this game with a healthy Frankie Louvu, a healthy J.C. Horn, and I would have loved to see a healthy quarterback not named P.J. Walker. I don't know that it mattered that much in terms I mean, of the if defense. The- like, it... It was the same. It's the same script we've seen over and over and over again all year long. The Rams had 38 minutes worth of possession. The, their defense is getting tired at the end of the game. I mean, Cooper Cup, seven catches for 80 yards for him. The Panthers kept him in check. That's a bad game for Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's the first game <laughs> this year under 100 yards. But yeah, only seven I still... catches. I think he's averaging like I don't know 27 catches a game or something. Something ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, you know, like that's a they they kept him in check. That was a a good game plan defensively on him. Running wise, they averaged three point eight yards per carry. The Rams did. Not they bad. ran the ball twenty nine times, and again, a lot of that sort of in the fourth quarter there when they had the lead, and they knew the Panthers couldn't do anything on offense. They did a good job. The Panthers defense on the run game. They had the interception. They had the turnover. They scored the pick six. The, the defense did everything it needed to do to keep the Panthers in this game. The offense did nothing. Less than nothing. After that I, first I, drive, it was 
It was literally nothing, Jerry. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand Ben McAdoo in this situation. Like, Matt Rule's gone. You know this team is now... P.J. Walker is not the guy. We get that. But you have to do something, man. This was worse than, like, a high school offense after that first or second drive. Like, it was just like he blew his load on the first drive, and that was it. I believe that this is not the case, okay? But I'm just going to say that right now. I believe that what I'm about to say is not the case. If you were going to tank, this is what it would look like. I definitely don't think that's what's happening. Right. I think still Steve Wilkes wants another how, head coaching job. And... This is how bad they played, though. Is They played yeah. so bad that that thought popped into my head. Was, oh, this is what they would do if they were going to tank. They would just run the ball three times, do nothing, no try, not even try to go downfield, not even try to win the game. They didn't try to win the game. They didn't. I mean, look at the end of the first half. You have a minute left on the clock, three timeouts. You stop them on fourth down. You don't call a timeout there to give your offense even a shot right. at a field goal because you're expecting to get the ball at your own 35 or so, hoping like, Shy Smith were... breaks something and maybe get on 50. They don't they, even try. Yeah. They were thrilled to go into the into uh, halftime scoring three points on offense. They were thrilled to be up by three. <sighs> they didn't even want to try to go down and get into field goal range. That is loser football. Yeah. It is. It's loser football. And I like Steve Wilkes as I a do guy. Too. I was really rooting for him as a head coach. And maybe... He looks at this game film and realizes that, okay, this is obviously not going to work. Let's try something else next week. Maybe that happens. I hope it does. But what I saw today, no confidence. Zero confidence in this in this staff. Well, I I agree. I, I'm begrudgingly agree because I even picked the Panthers to win this game. I was, like, really hopeful. Like, hey, you know... Matt Rule was really micromanaging everybody on the staff mm-hmm. from what I'm hearing. Maybe Ben McAdoo was – and I, I was really excited after that first drive. I was like, wow, they are looking sharp. They're, you know, five wide like you texted me. Like, we haven't seen that all season. Yeah. Nope. Unfortunately, I think there was a flag on that play. We didn't see it again. The re- That's the thing, man. Like, what happened? Because they, they did. Like, they lined up five wide. They did some interesting things on that first drive. And then they went away from they they just did nothing after that. It was inexplicable. It was insane. And Matt, you know, Steve Oaks even said in his press conference that what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting different results. He said that in his press conference, and then he did it in the game. <laughs> he did that thing. They did the same thing the whole oh. game, and it didn't work. Any. Outside of that first drive, where they got a field goal, by the way. They didn't even get a touchdown. They got a field nope. goal. The only touchdown, again, Dante Jackson, who left the game injured. So we are missing oh my God, Dante dude. Jackson, J.C. Horn. C.J. Henderson went into concussion protocol. Just Who just else uh, Who else got hurt? Was it Corey Littleton, I think, got hurt? A groin, I think they said. P.J. Walker went into concussion yeah, protocol. P- Don't Walker. know if he's... Uh... He's out. He's out of concussion protocol. They, they said he passed it, so... 
I would I still prefer we'll still at least let. <laughs> I, let's see Jacob Eason. Screw it. <laughs> Too bad we put Matt Carell on a permanent IR before the season. Well, yeah, the Liz Frank, like he wasn't coming back anyway. But still, it's uh, that's we'll probably see, we'll probably see Darnold or uh, Baker next week. Even see one-legged Darnold or one-legged Baker or Sam Darnold, who honestly at this point is probably our best quarterback. God, that that pain. Can me can think you about. can you disagree with that? I am not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I'm just saying it pains me to think about it that way. And and we're not bringing back Cam, guys. He's not, hey, he, he shouldn't want to come back. He he. I re- listened to an interview last week with Cam Newton, and he said that he put himself into bad situations with the Patriots and Panthers last week. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got signed on Thursday, and I was playing on Sunday, <clears throat> and starting a week later. He's like, I didn't know the offense as well as I should have. And he was talking about the Patriots. He, he was saying, you know, week six, I was still up there debate, not debating, but thinking about the offensive play because I was still trying to figure out the offense. He's like, I put myself in a bad situation. And that's what this is. It's, I think, go ahead. If he doesn't retire, he needs to get on a team very early next year. Learn the offense. And the only that, team that, I think that he could come and play for right now would be Washington, just because mm-hmm. he knows, you know, Scott Turner's offense. Um, but that's it. Like, there's no. He should not play this year if he has to come in and do what he did with the Panthers last year, because it's setting himself up for failure. Absolutely. And he will get blamed for it by the majority of people, unfortunately. The media. And it's I, yeah. The media uh, fans, you know, there's a lot of fans that call him out for bad play, which he has not played well in several years. But there are circumstances. All right, this isn't a Cam Newton podcast, but um, either way, he's not coming back. So let's, you know, guys, just don't comment if you're going to comment that Cam needs to come back. It's not going to happen. And for this team, honestly, you don't need to use cap space. You need to roll over any cap space you can to next year. Using it would be dumb. You need to you need to play the Jacob Eason's. You need you need to ride this out till next year. Hopefully, get a top tier quarterback in next year's draft. I like Matt Carell, but here's the point: if you could get a top tier quarterback next year, there's there's no doubt you have to. I mean, mm-hmm. Matt, I I was way higher on Matt Corral than most people. I thought he should have been a top second round pick or so. But he looked like garbage in his one and a half preseason games. And you get a top five type of quarterback that's legit top five. That talent just outweighs Matt Corral's. It just does. Oh, yeah. Of course. I don't think anyone would disagree. No, there are people. I I hear people on Twitter. I hear them calling to the radio WFNZ saying, what about Matt Corral? I'm sorry. I'm a Matt Corral believer, but I don't believe he's going to be better than C.J. Stroud or, you know, Bryce Young or even the Levi kid from Kentucky. Now Hooker from Tennessee is sneaking up there after yeah, he beat Alabama. I wouldn't say sneaking. He's like skyrocketing up there. Yeah, I mean, I, no. let me rephrase. No rational person would argue with you about that. A third round, almost fourth round pick who yeah. – looked terrible in every little bit of game action we've seen from him versus a no-brainer, you know, top five quarterback in a pretty deep 
QB draft that's coming up. Yeah. I mean, even if we don't end up with the first overall pick, we're going to have an opportunity at a good quarterback. In that There's draft. like three or four really good quarterbacks right now. I've heard it's, first it's round five times. deep. I've heard it's five so, deep in the first round. I mean, that's like anywhere within the first probably dozen picks, you're going to get one of those guys. The Panthers will have a top five pick easily, probably the number one pick at this point, based on the way this team looks. This is the worst team in the league. I'm Who, hard to worse? argue that. I'm who's hard worse? to argue that. I mean, the defense, I think, is a top 10 defense. If they could, you know, stay off we, the field. We'll never know. You know, we'll never know. But the offense is abysmal. They are the worst offense in the league, and they have probably one of the best playmakers in the league. I, I mean, heck, I'm, I'm willing to say even top two playmakers. I still think DJ Moore can be a huge playmaker. He just needs somebody to get him the ball. It's the play calling and decision making by the offensive guys that is ruining this team. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Ben McAdoo is a major problem at this point. I'm surprised that he didn't get fired with Rule. I, I can. You can't fire everybody. I mean, you, you can. I mean, who's going to coach I think, at the, I think after this game, you should. I don't care who it is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care who it is. Ben McAdoo's offense is not working. It's it's terrible. It Honestly, is. Honestly, it's terrible. Bring in, I will, you know, give a young guy on the staff, and I don't have the, you know, staff up in front of me right now, but give a young guy on the staff an, op- an opportunity, you know? Why not? You're one in five. What do you have to lose? I don't know. I, I, mean, I you're right. I mean, I guess it could get worse losing, but I mean, oh well. It I mean, I, I, it can't get worse than this. It cannot get worse than today. Honestly, three points on offense. So, can I ask a question? You, we, you may. We're gonna turn this into a little Robbie Anderson type of segment, real quick. Robbie Anderson okay. threw a temper Are we tantrum. Fight each other? No. Okay. no. We're talking about Robbie Anderson. That's the segment. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Anderson threw the temper tantrum on the mm-hmm. sideline, got kicked off the field. Does he have legitimate reason to? Or do you think it's just him boiling over the fact that Matt Rule's gone and the I team mean, sucks? Look, he's, you know, the offense was abysmal. Oh, this was fairly early in the game that he had his first altercation yeah. with Daly. Um, but the offense is abysmal. Uh, I don't think, he, I know he had not been targeted up to that point in the game. His, you know, mentor slash head coach had just gotten fired. The guy that brought him in here, the guy that gave him the contract. Um, he's been hearing his name in trade rumors Rightfully so. Pretty much all season long, but that's ramped up incredibly over the last couple of days. Uh, but no, you there's no excuse to act like that. There's no that's not professional. I mean, he's a no. professional that he should no. not be acting like that. You're right. I agree with that a hundred percent. But I was just you know since the team is offensively inept, you know I could see see them but getting upset. You're not upset. seeing anybody else doing that. You're not seeing True. DJ Moore. You're not seeing. You know, First of all, Higgins got brought in to be, you know, potentially the third receiver here. He hasn't even seen the damn field, and he's not acting like that. I want to give a star to DJ Moore the way he's handled this. Because he has handled this greatly all season. And I am very glad that the rumors out there, because we don't have inside sources, 
say that he's an untouchable, that he's one of the building blocks. So yeah, I am very happy about that. But he's handled himself very well, in my opinion, for having crap QBs almost his whole career. So, I mean, it's this, it's this, it's the same story as Steve Smith in terms of really good talent playing with quarterbacks that just are not top tier quarterbacks. You know, you're about to get some nasty <clears throat> emails about Jake Delhomme. I'm telling Jake you, Jake Delhomme is was a fun <laughs> quarterback. He was not a top tier quarterback, and I, I and I don't think you. that's not even a, a controversial statement. A lot of he, Panther fans will say that. But I love Jake DeLome. I would take Jake DeLome right now at 50-whatever-years-old he is to come and play for this team. I love Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, before Cam, by far my favorite Panthers quarterback. At least he trusts his <clears throat> receivers, Musa and Muhammad yeah. and Steve Smith, because that's Sometimes how those guys became two Triple Crown guys. Like, right. right. Maybe Muhammad was a Triple Crown, but he led the league at the <clears throat> receiving when... Spitty was hurt. But, I mean, imagine, you know, Steve Smith has Brady or uh, Peyton Manning or any, you know, any of Philip Rivers, any of those top-tier guys back then, Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He has a no-brainer Hall of Fame career instead of maybe a borderline Hall of Famer career that he's had. That he's yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah, but congr- you know, good job DJ Moore for acting like a professional, being you know, a good role model and just, you know, not being a freaking diva like we see so many of these wide receivers being. Um God, I really hope we get a premier pat quarterback <clears throat> next year with a great offensive mind coach. Oh, it, it's I mean, sad that I'm thinking that. But I we still have to that's why I don't want to get rid of CMC because with CMC, DJ Moore, LaVisca <clears throat> Chenault, Terrace Marshall, if he could actually show up with a, if this O-line, again, this O-line I felt like did a good job. What? O-line's been good. Oh, it's a top 10 O-line like, based on like, many, many different metrics. It's a top like, 10 O-line. And they've gotten better. It's like what? there's so <clears throat> much talent on this roster mm-hmm. for this team to be so abysmal. And it yeah. is. It is. It is. And, you know, uh, in my opinion, they should keep as much of that talent as they could or as they can to uh, entice the top coaching prospects to come here. Um, I have no issues getting rid of Robbie Anderson, obviously, at this point. I think we, you know, we've talked about that for a couple of weeks now that he's going to be the first one gone. Um, You know. Shaq, I you know, there's some guys that I think I could see them getting rid of and still keeping this core, the core of this team intact. Yeah. Um, so you know, we'll see how it goes over the next few weeks. I think the more the more we see of this type of performance, the more guys will end up getting traded. So real quick before, do you even want to go over the st- stats of this game? I mean, there's. You know, McCaffrey has what 100, almost 160 total yards. Yeah, pretty good. No touchdowns. Uh, I, I do want to point out PJ Walker 10 for 16, 60 yards. Jacob Eason 3 for 5, 59 yards. So PJ Walker plays nearly the entire game and gets 60 yards passing. Average of 3.8 yards. 3.8. That's, That's tough. That is tough. So. Instead of stats, let's go over to the 
we're going into more of our our regular thing. Untouchable players on this roster. Who would you consider untouchable? And when I say untouchable, untouchable if someone comes in with multiple first round picks, there's a little bit of. Wait at a some minute, point, I mean, at, yeah, with the right <laughs> offer, nobody's untouchable, right? Correct. But guys that that um, it would take that type of grandfather offer to, to give up, right? That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say DJ Moore, Brian DJ Burns, Moore. Jeremy mm-hmm. Chin, mm-hmm. and we're just going to talk the stars, like the guys that could well, potentially I mean, fetch that type of deal, right? Correct. Yeah, we're we're saying untouchable. So if you come in for a second round pick for a a starter, DJ Moore for instance. Yeah, that's that's that, that's definitely a no go. But if you say come in a second round pick for a I don't know, Terrace Marshall or even Shy you know, Shy Smith or something like that, you'd be like, "Okay. Yeah." I mean, if we got a second round pick for those guys, I'd yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, I think um, uh, Derek Brown, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Derek... Walker would never want to get rid of him. Uh, you know, JC <laughs> Horn. Did, did you slip into Matt Rule's body? <laughs> I would say anybody on a rookie contract, right? Okay. Just go ahead and take them off the table. Rookie contract uh, in our <clears throat> starting quality. Let's put it that way. Derek Brown, J.C. Horn. Yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, Deontay Brown or, you know, Terrence these guys Marshall. that are barely on the field. You know, yeah. I would even throw Brady Christensen in there in terms of a guy that I wouldn't want to get rid of. I See, I, I would be willing to move him because I don't think he's playing as great. I don't think great. you're getting anything for him, though. I don't think you're getting no, in that, more than like a six-round pick for him. Then that's fine. Then you don't make yeah. that trade. But I'm saying untouchable players okay. unless okay. Godfather I offer. I hear you. I mean, other than those guys, is there anybody that I left out there that you would put in? See, I would Thomas? put CMC in there because I don't. I would not want to give up CMC for anything less than a first round and more. Because yes, he has injury prones, but when he's on the field, he mm-hmm. is one of the best playmakers on the field. He literally was the offensive game this team had almost <clears throat> 206 yards altogether. Yeah. he had 160 of them almost you know there's two ways to think about that there's one that if things aren't working you start over christian mccaffrey is a is the piece that we could get the most out of in a trade by far he's the guy that could fetch those multiple first round picks the Browns think they could get him for a third round pick. The Browns are stupid. Uh, I'm ju- I'm just telling they you. Can't. I they can't. I was like, get him for what are they expecting pick? for him? They're expecting a third round pick in a player like James Cook. No, no, that for the Browns or the on, Bills. The Bills. Sorry, my bad. Okay, okay, okay. No. Who's saying that though? I obviously I was looking at the Twitter and the Bills fan pages. Like, okay. well, but. That's- yeah, they, they know nothing, obviously. They're going to try to, to jip us out of whatever they can. Every fan base wants to get that star yeah, player yeah. for nothing, you know. So, um, But I mean, but legitimately, I would... if, if someone, if if the Bills offer the Panthers a first-round pick, a third-round pick, you know, and like a fourth-round pick or a player like James Cook or something like that for Christian McCaffrey, you're saying no? Yeah, I would say no because you're still looking at the 36 36- second pick in the draft and 
Maybe. No one. You know, somewhere late first round. You're right. You're, you're not going to get, you're not going to replace Christian McCaffrey's talent. That's, that's the biggest thing people fail to realize. That talent is something so special. It, it, it is. He is a special guy. How many years does he have left at being that productive? I mean, he's 26 years old. I think you could still get four years out of him. I still do. And I think with a smarter offensive coach, I think that he could flourish to something very special. You're banking where you're on like, him staying healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a risky proposition. But I also see him as a key to bring an offensive mind coach in here too. Because Maybe, you, yeah. because you have that piece that is something special. That piece that can move around the checkered board anywhere you want on offense and be lightning in a bottle. Let's do um, let's do heroes and zeros real quick here. Um, oh sure. For this game, I think I I think there's only one hero. CMC. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. yeah Derek Brown had another good game. Just yeah. letting it and out there. Christian McCaffrey, he, the only reason the Panthers were even interesting to watch on offense in this game. Yeah. Zeros, there's so many. I'm going to give mine to Robbie Anderson just for, first of all, he produced zero. Yeah. He probably hurt his trade value, which is going to hurt the team. So I'm giving Robbie Anderson that zero. Um, I will not go him. I'm going to go Ben McAdoo for not – Changing up your playbook a little bit. I mean, at, at some point, you have to make a change. At least try something different. If P.J. Walker throws a deep interception, just count it as a punt. At least he tried. At least you're going to yeah. back them off the running game. Yeah. Um, predictions. You you predicted the Panthers win this game. I predict the Panthers lose this game. We both thought that it was going to be a fairly close game. Uh, I was very confident the Panthers were going to keep this within that 10, 10.5 point spread. Uh, which they did for most of the game <clears throat> until, you know, the second half. Um, what else? Anything else? <laughs> um, uh, beer bet of the week. Uh, beer bet of the week. I'm, what was it? I, I'm trying to pull it up. For some reason, Google Drive is really slow. PJ Walker over under two and a half interceptions. He had zero. Uh, he did have zero. So they I won. They didn't give him a chance. <laughs> They did not give him a chance to even throw an interception, really. Yeah, yeah. I won that Jacob, one. Jacob Beeson did go the over, though, on interceptions. Whatever the over was, he went over. Well, yeah, we did bet on that. So. <laughs> right. Um, <sighs> yeah, I mean, you know, just final thoughts from me. It, this was really disappointing. I, I was hoping to see something different this week from Wilkes. Um, I liked everything he said in his press conferences. I thought they were going to open open things up a little bit. Um, you know, run the ball to pass the ball type of deal. But they just yeah. ran the ball to lose. That's all they did. They ran the ball to lose. They played scared. They, play, they, they I mean, the Panthers needed to change their jerseys to yellow next week if they play like this. Because they're yeah. scared. The Instead coaching staff the, is scared. The red flags, he just needs to throw the white flags. Yeah, like give up. Okay. We give up. We're just going to go in. Steve Wilkes, you want to be in the head coach in this league, man. That ain't going to do it. You're not going to be any anybody's coach. Go like go that. knock on David Tepper's door. Ask for those brass balls. And we understand that Steve Wilkes is not calling offensive play calls, guys. We know that. 
But at halftime, Steve Wilkes can say, hey, Ben, let's throw the ball a little bit. Let's do something else. Steve Wilkes is the man in charge of the team. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're not saying Steve Wilkes should be out there catching balls. Come throw it 50 yards by himself. That's not what we're saying, man. Steve Wilkes is in charge of the team. He's involved in the game plans. This is this was his game plan. This was Steve Wilkes's. This is what he wanted to do. And I'm they talk, also, they talked to him at halftime, Jerry. They talked to him at halftime when things were not working, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, "We're gonna keep doing the same damn thing. We're gonna keep running the ball. That's it." All this was his decision. Keep you in the bottom tier of coaching staffs. That's all. That, that's all you're gonna do. You did. You didn't put yourself out there. You didn't put the team out there. You didn't do any of that. Well, I, mean, I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to say, really, guys. Like, comment. Let, let us know what you think. Um, where does this team go in moving forward? What We're can still they the do? number one pick of the draft. That's that's a positive. Yeah. We're winning the worst team of the league right now. That's that's about it. And worst franchise, honestly. Like, so far. We have dysfunction yep. on dysfunction. Yep. Oh, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at MeowMakesPodcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMakesPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on P- Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We're 10 away. We're slowly getting there. Unfortunately, yep. unfortunately the team sucks, so people don't want to listen about <laughs> losses. So the five of you still listening, thank you. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back uh, maybe a couple times this week. I know we're going to talk about possible head coaches. Uh, and then, of course, we'll do our preview for our next game, which I believe is Tampa, right? Um, oh, no. It, it's yeah, in the juggernaut slot. so Home game against Tampa. So that one should be fun. All right. Hey, they lost Until, today, at least. They did. Uh, yeah, they'll be extra angry coming in here. Until next time, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. Wow, <laughs> wow,